How can a psychic medium give us insight into bridging the gap between the living and the deceased, the spiritual realm, and understanding spirit guides? Stay tuned for this episode of Spearlift. So during this episode, if you enjoy the content, please make sure to like the video down below as that helps with our engagement and as well, subscribe and hit the notification bell so that you'll be informed each and every time we upload new episodes. Nicole, welcome to Spearlift. Thanks for having me. Nicole, thank you so much for being on this episode of Spearlift and I am so incredibly curious about this topic and the work that you do as a psychic medium. I am just really passionate in understanding more and more deeply the spiritual realm and the many ways to understand it. And I, I just, I don't think it's just naturally easy for me to do that day to day. I, 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 I'm trying to, maybe I'm using my brain and trying to analyze things too much to understand why, you know, what's really out there, what's beyond us, what really exists beyond this, you know, way we experience in human form, you know, with our five senses, what, you know, what's bigger out there, right? For me, it's just, it's a constant issue of frustration, but also curiosity. So I'm just deeply motivated and excited to speak to you about your experience of understanding this, Mm -hmm. your sort of way of, uh, engaging with this you know the spiritual realm so as a psychic medium and i think it's quite interesting i think our viewers and our listeners would be really intrigued so nicole tell us a little bit about what is it really for people that really don't understand what is a psychic medium and how did you know that really you had these abilities at to be a psychic medium yeah, um, that's a really good question. So I think that to answer your question, what a psychic medium is, um, it can be a number of different things. So the way that I'll explain it is kind of coming through my filter of how I experience it, which is uh, a psychic medium being a person um, who acts as a me- literal medium or um, almost like a human radio antenna between um, dimensions, between um, spirit that is non-visible uh energy that has ceased to exist in the human form anymore um and there are many people who have the ability to connect into that frequency or that energy of uh of spirit or you know um or energy that has passed through the human experience um so i guess our job as a medium is to literally bring that energy bring that message through um into the physical the the third dimensional form um so having said that a medium can be a medium can do this in many different ways i mean there's people that can um you know see things from a healing perspective there's some people that can just channel um loved ones who have passed and so forth so um in terms of a psychic there's many different types in terms of a medium it typically be someone who is passing messages from uh from basically a different dimension or a different frequency is easier to put that 
But why can someone like you have the ability to do that and maybe not me? Like that that's where I like when I when I try to gauge my my understanding of this I'm like what separates your ability to do that versus me not being able to do that for example? What what do you think that So I think it's just like if there's some people like if you look at my body shape I'm not meant to be a professional swimmer. You know what I mean? Whereas Michael Phelps, you look at him, long arms, big tall, giant man, probably light as a feather and he makes a phenomenal Olympic swimmer. Um for some strange reason, I was brought into the world with um an extra sense. However, I think it's also my job as a medium to help um people develop that sense too like uh, you know Michael Phelps can teach you how to swim you might not be a professional Olympic swimmer but you could definitely learn how to swim right um i think it's the same thing for these gifts i think i could teach you um over a certain amount of time to flex that muscle and to get used to it because i do believe it's an innate human ability um but would you be a professional psychic maybe not it you know it might just not be what you're here for um you might not be meant to be that kind of a messenger however i do believe because of our physiology and the way that we're actually made um that it's possible for everybody and uh to also go back to answer your question how did i develop my own or how did i discover my own it was um kind of a a series of events but early on when i was a kid i did i always knew things about people that um um that maybe i that wasn't really able to be explained by even me like I didn't know why I just knew things about people or I would know events that would happen before they would happen I was always having dreams about them um for instance in Halifax there was a um a Swiss Air 111 crash an airplane a famous airplane crash here and I actually had a dream about an airplane crashing the night before um so certain things like that no yeah so just certain things like that gave me an indication that maybe I I was a little bit intuitive Um I never did anything with it until um much later in life where I actually had a near death experience which is super common for people with highly developed psychic abilities people who have had an experience with death itself um and so in my near death experience I won't get into the whole thing but after it happened um it was a very very powerful moment obviously to see my own spirit leave my body and then come back into it um after that it actually um elevated this gift um and it was almost undeniable at that point yeah so, so energy started coming in more often i i don't want to interrupt you but i i want to hit on that very specifically because i've heard it yeah. in other instances with other people having super common elevated yeah abilities after near so that definitely did elevate your psychic abilities after big time big time yeah more in detail how and and what that did yeah Sure so as opposed to just being like very very intuitive and having um insightful dreams I started feeling people around me I started hearing um voices I started getting just knowing that um spirit was around me and mind you I've already I was already super um in tune with my spirituality coming up to this like not to the level that I'm at um after that experience but I like I had an idea of what it was about. I've seen psychics before and I was um always really really keen on learning more about my own intuition. However, after that it was just it, like I said it was undeniable like you and I could be sitting in a room and I could feel your guides come and talk to me and and I could feel a hand on my shoulder or um I could feel a physical presence more so. Um I could also start guessing what was in people's 
bags, you know, it just became very like, um, I don't know, it just became very fluid. I didn't have to try. Um, so there's something about me having experienced. Yeah. Um, it did at first. And there were times where I would kind of feel that I'd say, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Um, but I was, I started surrounding myself with psychics and kind of like, um, embracing them and, and, and learning. So I went to, I went to talk to people that I knew and I got advice. And so I had people, I had really good support around me to figure out how to work with it. Um, so yeah, I was never kind of like left out in the cold with it. So, but it was, it, well, it, and it can, even still now it can be a little bit scary if I'm, if I'm not ready for it, but. With everything that you've experienced, <laughs> having this ability to understand this ability, <laughs> I, I assume at a young younger age in general right yeah. like you were quite young and then the near-death experience like have you at the point where you are right now in this present day are do you feel like you've honed mm. in the ability to embrace it in a way that makes you feel that everything you do to help yourself and help others is really utilized in the in the way that you want it to be with these abilities or is it sometimes still feel out of your control so to speak that's a really good question actually so i enjoy it to a certain extent but i also have i embraced it fully no actually i kind of um i don't always love it um i don't always love um to do readings i i don't like utilizing it as much as i probably should so i think if i'm being completely honest with you i'm i'm not the the hero of psychics that's doing doing the greatest work. I think I still have a lot of work to do to integrate it into my life because um, it is quite intense for me, especially because I do feel um, I, I feel things quite intensely. So being with people when they're um, in a crisis or um, dealing with learning for the first time about things that they never thought were even possible. It was quite intense for me. Um, so I, I think I'm still developing it. Like I'm only 36. I think when I'm a little bit older, I'll probably be, you know, more settled into it. Um, and I don't do it full-time professionally because I do find it still takes a lot of energy for me to do. Um, however, I do, my goal is to build myself up to be able to do that without having it take energy from me. Sure. If that makes sense. <laughs> so Nicole, what are, what, what is an example or maybe a couple examples that, that you've been in with certain people, maybe close friends or relatives or just anyone in general around you that like you felt that this ability really helped them or impact them in a, in a way for them to have a certain type of clarity in their life, right? Whether it has to do with uh, someone they lost or something that was coming down the line that you recognized or prevent them from, you know, going into an accident or whatever. I don't know. Is there something that comes to your mind that clear? Okay. In that way? Yeah. yeah, there's a, there's, there's a few scenarios where I think that have been really, really impactful where I realized that there is a huge benefit to doing this for people um i'll get to this later too because i do think it's important also to talk about how i think it can be detrimental um at certain points to access these kinds of these these kinds of things but i think some of the things that were more positive were like when somebody comes in for a reading sometimes they're not 
really expecting what's going to happen, especially if they've never done it before. Um, and it might be one of the first and only times where somebody sits with them and sees them deeply. You can really, really feel into someone's soul when you're getting a reading from a good psychic. If someone is with you, they're present with you, they're reading your energy, which is something you can't really hide from. It's all of you. Um, and then if you're talking about in terms of even channeling through spirit, it could be the first time that somebody realizes that death isn't real, um, that energy never really dies, and that perhaps that can also help heal with the grieving process. So I've seen people, you know, write me messages afterwards and say, you know, like this brought me such a deep healing because, you know, um, my XYZ, my parent passed away or this person passed away. And to be able to reconnect with their energy and know without a shadow of a doubt that they they actually still exist that brings a lot a, a lot of peace to people um but even more so than that um i do really feel like the most powerful moments are really just people coming in with personal issues or personal crises where they just they don't see clearly and they usually have the answer people usually know whether it's an unhappy marriage or whether it's um you know, a, a job that they, they want to leave. They know they want to move across country, but they call the psychic and they say, you know, what do you see? And then, you know, suddenly I'm just like, okay, well, I see you moving here. And they're like, oh my God, you know, like that's the moment where people realize their own intuition is already there and it's already working for them. So for me, that's probably the most rewarding moment when people are like, okay, I know, you know? Do you think in your opinion, Nicole, that intuition is kind of, let's say, already an instilled energy as a natural pathway of our lives yeah that if we're in tune or not in tune to it we just create all the fear and self-doubt that maybe doesn't give us the right way to yeah. lead our life or have the right reasons to lead the life we want and we're forcing it we're like fighting against it all the time do you see it? yeah 100 i think that fear um and living in the lower the lower chakras if you don't even want to get into that living in the lower part of the body materialism um that sort of thing actually does prevent i think it blocks you from being able to access your intuition which is why your intuition is most easily accessed right before you're about to go to sleep like if you're not a psychic and you really want to tap in those moments right before you're about to fall asleep you're super psychic um you're super receptive 100 percent um some of and, and that's where a psychic goes if you want to go into a trance um that's something i do as well usually in private and then i'll and i'll record myself speaking because things will just come out but it's a good psychic can actually get themselves to the point where they're in that state in between sleep and awake um and that's when the you're just in a complete flow state and it just comes through your intuition so sadly um we're not really taught about that as we're developing our senses but it's just like being able to, you know, touch, taste, or feel, that's a sense that we have. Our intuition is innately built in and the world that we live in is not really made to help us develop that. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Distract us from like natural sense of being and natural sense mm -hmm. of just feeling of what we are. And that, yeah. let's go back to what you kind of just brought up a little bit before, you know, mm -hmm. saying that we should get back to this like, how is it then sometimes and in which ways a detriment to you mm. and can be harmful to you if you if you're not um yeah. especially especially something comes to mind like 
whether you're if you're married or a partner or like just somebody close in your life that yeah. brings something and then you're like ah well how do i deal with this you know like that's right how does that so explain that that would be interesting no. yeah um so I, I i often talk about this a lot with my clients especially if it's a new um, person that's coming to do uh, a reading um, I usually have a bit of a questionnaire that I ask to make sure that one they're not in a state of crisis and the reason for that is um, and, and that's my biggest thing is because if you're truly in a state of crisis or uh, panic even if you're not sometimes when you come to see a reader you are literally opening up your psyche to someone in a way that you don't quite most people don't quite understand when I access my intuition, my third eye, I access yours as well. I go into your energy field and we have a, a bond and a connection that's really, really unique. So you then open yourself up to suggestion, um, almost like um, hypnosis. When you're in that state, almost anything, and you don't even realize it's happening, but anything I'm telling you can subliminally start programming your reality. So one thing that I tell people before reading all the time is I say that this is the energy in the moment. It can change at any moment if you wish, and you you should manipulate that energy if it doesn't feel right to you. And if anything doesn't feel right anyways, set it aside. Um, there's certain things that I won't talk about. I've had people come in and say like how my, my boyfriend was just uh, put in jail for murder. Like, how do I get him out? I'm like, okay, that's just foolish. <laughs> so certain circumstances like that, like... Um, I just recommend not doing it. Also, if a loved one has just recently passed over and you're really heavily grieving, again, you're so open to suggestion that, you know, even, and not all psychic mediums are the same either. So you should definitely do your research on who, you know, who you're going to and and, and find some information. I recommend talking to them for a little bit first and actually feel it out, you know? who are they as a person what do they represent ask have some questions written down um that's something i ask people to do is like ask me a couple of questions let's talk for 20 minutes before a reading um and see if if you're going to be interested in what i do um because we all do different things so again not to avoid the question but coming back like it, it's not always a great idea when you're in an elevated state whether that's you know heavy grieving um heavy elation even in a manic state heavy emotion and and high elevated states are the easiest to program the subconscious in, right? So the nervous system, the subconscious mind are the most easily programmable in those states. So I will never read somebody when they're in um, in a panic or in a high, high state of emotion. I try to get people to come down to a calm state and, and meet me there um, and, and, and let them know that they should protect their psyche from my own suggestion, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, that's quite interesting because I, I never really thought about that because I, I'm sure a lot of people when they would want to come to you it's like in a state of like I'm I'm on the cliff and yeah help me now before I jump you know and yeah. that's not a good state for you or for them to be able to deal with anything you know it's really I mean it's it's even worse for them like I can I can handle that because it's something that kind of comes along with this like you know sometimes people call me at weird hours of the night and and like I need it now I'm like you know what I want, I, and I personally won't do it. Um, and you know, it, it is something that is quite heavy for me too, to have to push people away and say like, you know, the, you know, like you mentioned potentially suicidal people like that, that happens all the time. It's very much not my, 
um, it's not my job to take in everybody that needs that because I used to have, it's happened to me before where people have showed up on my doorstep at my home and just waited for me to get home. And it gets, you have to build really, really strong walls and boundaries with people. But also um, I try to educate people when they, when they do call me in that state, I'm not, I'm not rejecting you. I'm not turning you away, but I need you to know that when you're in that state, it's not, it's not good to receive this kind of reading. Absolutely not. I have a really kind of maybe hard to answer <laughs> question. <laughs> well, you know, it just came to my mind when mm-hmm. we're discussing right now. From your purview and your life experience and having these abilities, what in your own way of seeing things is in a way, you know, and not to sound too cliche about it, but what's kind of in your own way of interpreting things, the meaning of our human life and if it should be incorporated with a sense of trying to achieve happiness. What The reason I'm asking that is because from our discussion up till now, I understand yeah. that you see or you understand that there are other ways of existence that are mm-hmm. outside of this human experience. Where there's, other, mm-hmm. there's a spiritual realm. There are other ways of general existing, whatever that is you know, is interpreted to be, but there is existence outside mm-hmm. of the human body. So, you know, I think I see from everything that I've researched and come to understand life, our mortality is a gift actually, right? Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we, being immortal would not be fun, I think. I think having an end date, an expiration date really for me, the way I see it is like, yeah. we got to do the best with the time we got and, and make the most of it. And then yeah. when we're done, we're done. But yeah. so what I, the reason I'm asking that is because there seems to be general existence outside of our human experience. So yeah. for what you know, as Nicole, what, is, yeah. what have you come to understand the meaning of life to be? And is it tied to a sense of trying to achieve happiness or is that just you know made up thing not for me um i think that trying to achieve something that you already are is kind of impossible um and i'll i'll kind of i'll double back to that in a second too because for me even death the thought of death actually brings me a sense of relief now um because i mean the world's tough but i have experienced that um like i said that near-death experience and having been removed having my consciousness removed from the physical body um it's liberation it's it's freeing it feels great um but how but how like like i want to i don't want to interrupt you but i want to hit on that because a lot of people are curious about this like what is what exactly is going on in that state of being and i like two people that i played a lot of attention to regarding near-death experiences were like someone like even alexander or nita Morgani, who had really really interesting you know near-death mm-hmm. experiences but like for you like what what is let's go into more detail about that what is that sense of liberation what what is going on are you do you feel like in a body still do you do you what are you experiencing when that's has when that's uh, when that happened sorry yeah um 
you're basically exactly who you are but without the it's very very difficult to describe it's 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 a weightlessness it's also imagine being able to answer every question you've ever had immediately without having to think about it it's almost like the filter of the mind is actually completely not there and you just are and everything just is and you understand like unfortunately with i think the human mind i don't think we can understand fully even the purpose of life i don't think we can understand the universe because the universe is according to all the mystical texts the universe is mental the universe is a mind so it's like how do you understand a mind with a mind <laughs> well the purpose of life is actually and according to old philosophical and alchemical texts the purpose of life is to know yourself um, and by knowing yourself, you know the universe. Um, the Egyptians have a saying called all is a tube. Everything is an atom. Everything is atomic. And if you think about it, you, me, my dog, and you know my slippers are all made of millions and billions of atoms. And the only thing that's differentiating me between the thing I'm sitting on right now is a frequency. It's the energy that moves throughout those things, right? So if you truly want to get down to it, you just have to look at the atomic level. What is an atom doing? What is frequency? What is energy? What is this visible vibrating thing that's creating matter or what I perceive to be matter? So the whole point purpose of this thing, I don't think it's to find happiness. I think it's to experience everything. Because I think if everything's a frequency, if you have a high, you have a low, right? But having that, if you, you talked about um, studying Eckhart Tolle, well, his whole thing is like, the highs and lows are always going to be there. Your perception and your presence of those things are what can change. You can literally take yourself away from that because you're just the thing experiencing it and you can look at it and experience it and not judge it. So you're always going to have pain, but by resisting that pain, you're creating more pain, if that makes any sense. Because if you think about electricity and frequency, what does resistance do? It shuts the system off, you know? Well, yeah. No, that's incredibly interesting. And I'll tell you from my own experience, personal experience from, uh, you know, it was a few years ago, I, I felt like I achieved in a very momentary uh, experience of time, like a type of a state of awareness and euphoria that, that it was the only time I experienced it because I was doing a lot of especially at that time, a lot of very deep, I would say, meditation and yeah. silence um, moments and periods of just isolation. Not not like yeah. getting away from my wife or anything, but just I was doing a lot of just deep personal aware, you know, awareness type of practices that just put me in a it, like and i can't and i'm sure you know this but for me yeah. it, was, it was there was something of just overwhelming euphoria and bliss that came over me I, I, and i just it just blew me away and it only right. happened that one time but that one time when it happened really changed who or really woke me up to yeah. what i think i am now right and yeah. so again and it gave me a sense of of understanding like you need to live life as much as you can without judgment and fear yeah and and, and i think what it, 
that kind of awareness gives you as well as that we always try to push and, you know, grind and, you know, it's good to work hard and be disciplined and achieve goals. But we're, yeah. I think from what I've come to experience as well, the receiving of life, the way you receive life, mm-hmm. it's the, in, it's the inverse of what we've been taught. It's like, we yep. receive like, oh, because everything's literally a gift. If, if we think exactly about it, sun comes everything, up, sun goes down. We're, we're in a gravitational, uh, you know, balance going around the sun. Um, you know, the tide, yeah. you know, the, 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 the waters from the seas d- d- just don't, you know, go up. I mean, they do, but I mean, they don't just completely wipe out all the landmass. Everything mm-hmm. works in harmony in some kind yeah. of strange way. And so we have been programmed for such a long time to not pay attention to the receiving of life. And I've found through many other small moments that the more we receive and are grateful and are accepting, we understand how beautiful this life is. Yeah. And think about even what you just said and that we have lost the ability to receive life. Like you are spot on because the act of receiving is the feminine part of the energy equation. So if you even think about an electrical circuit, male, the plus sign gives energy, the female receptor receives it. And so you're saying that we've been cut off from receiving, basically receiving our life force. And that's a hundred percent true because even when you look at, we, we talked earlier about the atom, all is atomic, the sun and the moon, well, neutron or sorry, proton neutron everything is plus negative masculine feminine you know give and receive so we think about that for a second we live in this patriarchal society that's now switching over to more you know the 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 feminine rising back up to becoming equal or having the same amount of power so you think about the rise of spirituality the rise of you know you and I having this conversation probably wouldn't have happened 60 years ago. You know, like there is a a raising of frequency and people learning how to receive along with that rise of the feminine energy that's coming back into the, into the world. That's what it is. It's literally that. So you're, you're dead on where I think that we're learning how to, to receive a little bit better. Yeah. I think that's really true what you're saying, Nicole. And I think a lot of, a lot of what happens throughout you know, the course of history, not necessarily the world history, because the world's been around for quite a long time, mm-hmm. at least this more modern human history in the last mm-hmm. few centuries. There seems to be different uh, ways in which the energy of the earth and the way humans experience and, yeah. you know, shape the world around us through civilizations, you know, has this, you know, either more kind of masculine versus feminine mm-hmm. there, there's always you know i see it as like a way in which there's always a way in, everything gets back to a balance somehow always it, there it seems like every everything that's pulled in one direction somehow will get you know boomerang back into yeah its, and i'm curious going into when you do your work and your psychic um, readings and consultations with people as well as that, do you, how 
how important is it that, or how much, how much does the theme of memory um, play into our human experiences? Meaning memory, let's say, because obviously there's certain civilizations, certain people in different parts of the world that believe in reincarnation and, you know, we come back into this world many times and learn different things and come in different forms but does memory let's say play a certain role in which we live our lives whether it's you know an energy that existed before this human experience we're having now and it's carried on with us in this life mm -hmm. how much is like because Ruber Shelder speaks a lot about memory you know this kind yeah. of you know universal memory how much does that play into if at all like what we're experiencing in our individual lives yeah i think what we perceive um is memory is more so um the way i see it so if, if i'm thinking about the universe as, a, as if it's something that is this divine frequency we come from a source that has you know when you said you meditate you go into this peace state where it's silent i think we come from this dark silence and that's kind of what i feel and out of that dark silence comes this energy this frequency that we talked about that moves through those atoms and that frequency is almost like if you think about a guitar um the different harmonics of the same note and as you move through time you can see how there are a lot of philosophers that will say like there's nothing new under the sun because it's almost just like the same frequency it's the same themes that are playing out but almost becoming more and more refined you know what I mean? Like our frequency seems to be raising, our consciousness seems to be raising. Is that not just a harmonic of the past? Us learning from the past and moving forward and carrying on this elevated frequency? Or it, I hope this makes sense because sometimes yeah. I, I'll, I'll hear it, but then, um, oh, so yeah. I, I it, it is hard in a way for, you know, especially people hear these kind of things for the first time to really grasp it. But I mean, if yeah. you've really, you know are interested in these topics in general and have studied a little bit and researched then you'll understand what, what this yeah because it's not a physical thing we're really talking about we're talking about like and also if you know if somebody's listening to this and they don't completely understand what i'm saying your subconscious completely understands it so it's 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 not something where you have to kind of grasp it with your mind um all the time um but uh yeah what i mean by that is like memory of course it exists um However, I do think like, I think there was even a study where somebody was able to find out that all the great works of literature throughout life have all been essentially fractals of each other, meaning they all carry the exact same print. They all carry the exact same almost story. And I mean, look at movies, it's frequency. It's it, what is the theme of how it starts? It's creation, you know, the middle and then the end the destruction. We always have that, that sine wave. We always have the same pattern that moves through everything. And I think when you truly understand an atom, and when you truly understand um, the frequency of a sine wave, you can literally understand absolutely everything in the third dimensional world. Because everything that vibrates is an illusion. <laughs> That's a whole different topic. Because I do think we come from the silence, the source is complete stillness. And I like, I personally understand that because I've experienced mm -hmm. that and I understand the beauty in silence which yeah. sounds like really strange <laughs> for you no, know, yeah. people that need you know stimulated activity to get yeah 
you know themselves going and feel happy and whatever but yeah it's actually, oh man i there's actually a really good book by a norwegian explorer i can't i mean i i can't remember anything yeah general in my brain but <laughs> especially his name i will not remember it but um he wrote a really beautiful book that i read it's a really short book actually i bought it in the london tate um okay. while, when i was in london not too long ago <clears throat> and he is a renowned uh world explorer can't remember his name so okay. just type in norwegian explorer you know uh book on science and then you'll i'm sure it'll come up in amazon or someplace but anyways he talks he took a very long expedition to the arctic mm-hmm. and walked several several days completely on its own, his own you know and that that was the most silent like he said that you could ever experience any yeah you know and he he just became enlightened he he yeah. basically said he became enlightened you know and yeah i'm curious <clears throat> nicole um because i understand what you're saying with that people that um maybe that you've spoken with in certain occasions through your work mm-hmm. and, and doing what you do if at some point during those experiences uh, especially speaking with other people and especially speaking, let's say with deceased ones that have passed on yeah. um, from this human experience, have they described in their own interpretation or in their own way, what life after death is? Have they, have they explained that to you? Um, to a certain extent, they can explain it only how, they understand it too um and i can only receive it as far as i'm ready to also understand it however um sometimes what i'll do is uh, and where i get the most um honest um intuition is literally not from channeling other entities because sometimes i'll get information from everybody thinks that you're getting information from spirit it's always going to be correct not the case and in fact, a lot of times it's not, and that's tricky. Um, but what we were talking about earlier and you saying that like this explorer who went completely silent became enlightened through it. And you had that experience as well. Well, if we're talking about the three dimensional reality that we're in being vibrational in nature and that the closest to source you can get is silence because that's, you know, that's the part that's not the illusion you you have to think about the body for a second and there's 12 cranial sacral nerves in the brain just like the 12 signs of the zodiac and they actually do relate um when you shut them off you shut down the vibration of the illusion and you are source so when you get to that point when you actually practically get silent as often as possible that's where you get your answers it's not from a psychic, you know, I'm going to ruin my own, you know, my own business here, but that's the point. I don't want people to have to rely on psychics. What the way, the way for me personally, that I see how you are valuable to each and every human is Mm -hmm. you are a, a very important, let's for lack of a better expression, guide Mm -hmm. for us. Yeah coming to our own realization exactly your expertise yes you provide a very powerful type of 
way in which we can understand ourselves. And I think that's extremely yeah. valuable, to be honest. I think so too. I think that's literally the best thing that I or any of us can do is to reflect back the truth. And that's where I think sometimes people get lost in these psychic readings and, and, and things like that is because people give their power away, say, okay, give me the answers. I need you to tell me what to do. That's a lot of people want that. And that's the last thing I'm going to do for somebody. I'm going to help you get back into alignment so you can get quiet. That's what I want for you. Right. Um, and, and, you know, that doesn't produce a lot of return clients, but that's not what I'm looking for. Like my, my purpose in life is what you said is, is to help get people back to knowing themselves because I think that's the point. I think that's the purpose. So if we can, and you doing the show, like if, if all of us can just be a mirror for that fact that you have it all within you. And it's literally, I think some people have a really hard time wrapping their mind around how can I have answers just by being quiet? What is meditation even going to do? Well, in the Western world, we don't, we don't study it like they know it in the Eastern world. They know the science. They know this kind of stuff. We don't. We just say, okay, what do I do? Just sit here? <laughs> and, and, you know, it'll work, even with you at understanding it. But, like, there has to be at some point, you know, brought into a deeper understanding of why that silence is it. Why do you think like just being really really and let's say in a way properly immersed in nature and very natural yeah. settings can really help us yeah. do those uh way that sense of achieving that you know incredible yeah. connection with source with from within us what is it about like nature like for example like when i go to the ocean and i'm out by myself right in front of the ocean without any you know, cerveza or tequila. yeah, yeah, it's not nighttime, but <laughs> like in the morning, right? Yeah. So, but when I, when I go like yeah. right in front of the ocean and I'm just staring out mesmerized by it, right? Or if we're, if we go into a forestry area and there's no one around and you're just mm -hmm. surrounded by huge trees and hear the, the, the birds and, and whatnot, what, it, what, there's, it always happens. What is it about that that makes us just, ignite light up yeah yeah um what it is is that you and i if we're sitting in a room because we're electromagnetic frequency you and i are exchanging energy you know and we might have a lot of mental clutter so imagine a lot of people get anxiety about being around a lot of people a lot of humans but we'll go in nature and feel completely fine the reason for that is because nature isn't thinking nature is literally just us doing and when you're in that frequency you become that frequency you literally are being tuned to the frequency almost like you are you know if i put two guitars in a room together and i string if i strum on one the other will start vibrating and that's the same thing with nature if you're near the ocean and you're just watching you know the waves go in and out as it does it's not thinking about okay i'm an ocean i need to figure this out what's my purpose no the ocean is just the ocean and then you can get really, really present with that because the, the ocean is literally there teaching you that you're also the ocean, you know, because you're, again, you're all atomic. You're all in this together. You're all in this frequency, experiencing this three-dimensional thing. So you're literally the forest or you're literally, so it's, 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 it's a teacher and shaman will, shaman will, shaman will communicate the energy of like the ocean or trees. And you can talk to trees. Like they literally speak they have the energy of wisdom because they literally hold water 
which if you look into the memory of water and the energy of water, it holds information, right? So these trees, um, whales, the ocean, they have information that you will pick up on whether you realize it or not. And the best way to listen to that, you don't have to be a psychic. What, what pops into your head? It might be a slice of pizza, but that pizza might have, a, it might actually be a message. You know what I mean? Like, it's an interesting thing. No, and you know what's also interesting with that? Again, going back to frequency and, and sound and vibration, for example, mm-hmm. is that, you know, when when a mother's pregnant with their baby, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they sing to, you know, some mothers sing to their child yep. or play or put the headphones on top of the belly with the Beatles or whoever. Yeah. And as that child grows up, there's a certain affinity towards uh, certain types of sounds or mm-hmm. or likings to those things or yeah. or good memories because of yeah. that experience. Right? Yeah. That's incredible. 100%. So I think it's, you know, Nicole, w- with the way that you explain it like that and when you're explaining with water and everything else, like, I know, like, I don't like to try to get too much into the minutia of, okay, what is God? What, what are we, when am I going to shake God's hand someday? Yeah. Is it, is it, what does God look like? You know, what, is, you know, I, I just, I don't want, I don't like going there so much because, yeah. because it's just, I think it's impossible, <laughs> you know? So mm-hmm. I just, I'm like, yeah, forget it. So, but what I, th- what I think is the closest way to at least try because i think we innately all have a desire for the curiosity of it i think we're all mm-hmm. generally curious on the why the what the where all these things i mean that's part of what we are right mm-hmm. we're, we're gener- generally born to be curious in that way yeah because we want to know you know what am i branched what am i yeah. a leaf from that branch of from what tree basically right so mm-hmm. but yeah, we want to know ourselves. That's the instinct. Yeah, we want right? to know exactly. So that's, that's we it. already know. <laughs> we already know you the purpose. We already of life. know. Yeah, we just have yeah. to kind of wake up to it almost, right? But why? Why do you think we like watching reality TV? You know, why do we think? Why do we like social media? Why do we like looking at each other? We're looking at ourselves. We're studying ourselves. We're a bunch of atoms looking at a bunch of other atoms that are just doing some other stuff. I hope I hope for all of our viewers and listeners and please comment below on what you think about what we're saying with this discussion, especially as it relates to, you know, how we really perceive ourselves and and what we are. Um, I I really encourage our viewers and listeners to study more in depth what you talk about the uh, I can't pronounce it properly. The a- a- atom level. Well, how do you say it properly? Atomic. Yeah, just atomic. Um, yeah. You can go back to the old Gnostic teachings. You can go anything that's pre-Western um, religion. And I'm not knocking religion because you can find the truth in there too. Um, it's just hidden in allegory. Right. Um, but I do. But I mean, the the truth is in you. It's in everything. If you study, but go down to the atom. That's that's basically what I would say. Find 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 uh, resources that go to that level of understanding. Yeah. You know what life is and everything. You know. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, just because uh, this episode is going so quickly and it's so interesting, I, I really mm-hmm. wish you could go on much longer. But I want to. 
finish with one main type of question as well. You know, a lot of、mm-hmm. people, you know, I think a lot of people have a very, very difficult time coping with the loss of a loved one in their life, right? Like,、mm-hmm. it's obviously、yeah. really, really difficult for, and it's very,、um, I don't know, the way to deal with it is just not easy for a lot of people or some people. And it's just, The, the state of grief can, for some、yeah. people, feel like, oh, okay, you know, that person's gone. And, but for some people,、yeah. it can last the, the rest of their life. So I'm not、mm-hmm. saying like your insight to console、uh, our viewers and listeners on, you know, oh, don't worry, they're fine.、Yeah. No. But like from what you know as Nicole, like what, what, what is this general just, Good insight, I would say, into letting them know hey, you know, this is what it is, almost like this is just what it is.、Um, yeah. So they so they can understand rather than, oh, don't worry, they're somewhere. No, like maybe they are, let's say, quote unquote, a spirit guide. Maybe they、yeah. are in this different spiritual realm. Maybe that's true. But I'm just saying, in your own authentic and very honest way of knowing what you know. Like, what was just a good, honest answer for, for、um, people in the next families? To understand, Grimmy.、Um, I think the most important thing to know is that, I mean, even myself, as somebody that connects with those who have passed, I still grieve. I still feel that pain of loss. And that it's really, really important to not want to skip the steps. Of grieving. It's really, really important not to not want to avoid it. What are、um, the steps?、Um, I, you know, it's going to be different for everybody. It, your process,、uh, what I mean is don't skip your process of, of grieving. Don't try to necessarily think that even the psychic is going to bring you that. Because even if you are able to connect with them, that still might not be it for you. And I feel like some people come with that expectation of. Oh, I, I, my grief is going to be over. And, and grief is such a powerful thing and it's held in the body in such a powerful way that I think the most important thing that people need to know is that en- the energy that comes in, be it grief or fear or anything like that, has to have a way out. You have to release,、um, you have to release grief and fear and things like that through、um, whether it's you, however you release, whether it's a physical release or it's creative or however you do it, that has to be done because you don't want to hold on to、um, energy like that for long, long periods of time because that creates that mental resistance that we talked about that, allow, that stops you from being able to get that quiet, that connection to source. So it's important that you feel, it's important that you receive the pain that comes in because it's not avoidable, not even through seeing a psychic.、Um, So, my advice is just more practical. It's, it's to not run away from it, it's to allow it to take its time that it needs with you to process. There's no easy way out of it. Even, like I said, even with a psychic, once you've done that, that initial grieving stage, then perhaps it is、um, time to come see somebody like me and, and maybe just have what you already know reflected that you can still feel them, they're still there, and that, you know, they're. They're experiencing probably a different type of reality right now. And not everybody that has passed will come through. That's another thing to know that、um, I can't read everybody. I can't read every human. No psychic can.、Um, we can't always connect to a loved one because that loved one may be in a completely different 
state, scenario, frequency, or they may not just be willing or able to communicate at some point. Um, because at the end of the day, spirit is just this intelligence. The intelligence, the, the consciousness has left the body. So whatever that consciousness is, I don't completely understand it either, um, with my mind anyway. I, I, I can feel it. I know what it feels like, but I can't explain it to you. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's more important on the human level to just feel what you have to feel. I think that is absolutely important what you're saying, because I think what we really have to understand, and I hope all of our viewers and listeners, however you understand it for yourself and let us know and comment, and, you know, feedback is great because so, we're all in this together mm -hmm. is our, our individual life is unique, right? It yeah. is so unique. I mean, yeah. Like you said, we who in the heck knows if we will ever see the people we've ever cared about or come to know in our life ever again. Maybe in the way that we know it as we do now, right? Maybe it'll just yeah. never happen again. We love, we lost, we hurt, we we grieve, we, we tear down, we build up. We go through all this cycle of things for 80 years, 90 years, who knows, 50 years, I don't know. But less who knows but yeah we're in a very unique experience so we cannot i don't know just hold on and just we have to embrace whatever the energy is and accept it for what it is and then grow from it so and that's freedom if you can accept everything for what it is at any moment you're free yep. to me that is the epitome of freedom and i think that even if you want to, you know, change the energy of the perceiving of, okay, well, I may never see that person again, or this person has left my life, or, you know, I, I've lost touch with so-and-so. What are the odds that you even met them in the first place? That's right. Like, the, it's impossible. It's almost, you know, it's, it's unknowable. So when you put it in that perspective, you're like, okay, well, okay. I don't know what miracles can happen next. I don't know the next person that's going to come into my life. So it's, it leaves you more open to receiving, like you're talking about before, receiving the miracles, receiving um, the source energy and receiving people that are there in your life to take you along your path. And, and just think of it as well, like with everything you just said, Nicole, and also thinking of it from the actual inception of, you know, the process of birth. You know, yeah. like how many, uh, for lack of a better expression, the the, the male uh, swimming teams or yeah. whatever. I don't, I don't know what that. I'm sorry, I'm really bad at this, but it's all good. The the millions yeah. of the the chance. Okay, let me put it differently. I'm really bad. Sorry. the The chance of you being conceived is minuscule, right? Yeah, it mm -hmm. is like. A, a, I don't know the, the correct percentage, but it is like a tiny percentage of a percent of a like nothingness that we are actually having this experience right now, right? Scientifically, sci we're talking 100%. about science, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to open our hearts of this energy of appreciation and love and just embrace it while mm -hmm. we're on this ride, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the the happenstance of life is just gonna, it's just gonna be. And but how you perceive it 
is going to be completely different. And, you know, even I'm just even thinking about having this conversation with you. You're in Mexico City. What are the odds of me sitting, you know, in my bedroom talking to somebody I've never met from Mexico City about these topics that are, I'm very passionate about and clearly you are as well. Yeah. So it's our it's you and I being in tune with our heart frequency, being able to connect with our true north and you're magnetized to certain people in your life that show up at certain times for certain reasons. And it's unknowable. It just happens. <laughs> I thought it was just an algorithm that put us yeah. together, right? You know, like, the algorithm's yeah. no better, you know, who yeah. that No, it, it yeah. is truly unique and it's really special. And, you know, just to conclude this episode, Nicole, where can, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure, you know, we're, we're filming this particular episode and, and yeah. it to people in 2021. And so I think there are, hopefully is some capacity in which you can help people from anywhere around the world with what you do. If mm-hmm. that is where, yep. so where can more people find out more about you, connect with you, follow you, get in contact with you if they want to do a conversation with you? Yeah. So I don't, um, I don't have a lot on the internet. I advertise a lot. I tend to allow the people that come and do the readings with me to spread the to spread the the energy because my known clients are the ones that I like to read and that's usually how it works. But if you want to find me on the internet, you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's uh, at mystic with a K, Nick, N-I-C. And um, you can talk to me through there and book me through there. Also, I think if you Google my name, my my readings will, you'll pop up there. I don't have a website yet, but I'm going to work on that. <laughs> Get that Halifax crew to work with you. Really I know. Good. I know they're they're so good at it. They're so professional. Yeah. yeah. Well, Nicole, it was such a pleasure to speak with you on these really, really insightful, just truly inspiring, and just absolutely how I see it important topics. So, mm-hmm. I thank you so much, and thank you so much for the work you do. Thank and, you. Uh, it was a pleasure. Yeah. Same to you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nicole, and we will see you all, Spear Lifters, on our next episode. Take care, and everyone have a great day. Thank you.